0: One, two, three. Harold and Brad, Windy City filmmakers. Harold and Brad, Windy City filmmakers. Harold and Brad. Three, two, one. What's going on, y'all? Brad Stevens here for another edition of Harold and Brad, Winnie City Filmmakers Podcast. HD, what's going on, brother? He's Brad. I'm H. What's up? <laughs> yes, yes. We have a very special guest in the house. My good friend, the super talented actor, dancer, singer, Esteban Cruz is with us. What's going on? Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. All right. Know I love you know the right? show. You know, before we get into it, I was reading your IMDb page after Bob, and I IMDb. forgot all this shit you have. You have done a lot of stuff, my friend. <laughs> <That's> what's up,
1: <laughs> right, yeah, right? My favorite was the uh, very Harold and Bradford Christmas uh, 3D spectacular. Was- all
0: right, coming, right. coming soon. <laughs> That's great. You know, so so the first question we always ask people is a two-parter, and it's, what's your connection to Chicago, and what kind of art do you create?
1: Ooh, <laughs> the big kahuna Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm connected to Chicago because I was born in Berwyn, Illinois. Berwyn! Berwin. Berwin.
0: <laughs> <Bengali.
1: Yeah. laughs> I was born in Berwin at McNeil Hospital on Oak Park Avenue and I grew up in Cicero, Illinois, right. which is the borderland between the suburbs and Chicago. So it always felt like one of those reindeer games where you couldn't go and play with the rest of the reindeer because your nose is too red or it wasn't Latino enough or it wasn't this enough or city enough or whatever. So uh, yeah. And then we lived in Chicago at various times in my life in Pilsen, um, in little Italy on Oakley in 21st. Nice. Um, and, uh, And then as an adult, I lived in Pilsen and uh, uptown, and uh, now now in Archer Heights. That's uh, that's our local Southside resident. And so I've I've always been uh, a resident of the <laughs> Chicagoland area. Right,
0: right. A resident, yes, and, yes, yes. Uh, and
1: I always wanted to dance. Um, and so I I knew that I wanted to dance when I was five. But our religion uh, was actually football. So on Sunday, <laughs> my dad is a Puerto Rican father. And right. He had, he had five children, just five children at that point, that were all born with penises. So he's like, I have men, I have all these men. Right. Little did he know, and so um, I, we on every Sunday we would sit in front of my dad's lazy boy on the floor and watch from ten a.m. to ten at night every single game. <laughs> oh god. Wow. Imagine, uh, and he would jump between uh, between every station to make sure he catch everything. Um, And I remember at one point he happened upon PBS and I was like, dad, wait, go back, go back. And he's like, what? The Broncos? I'm like, no, 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 go, go, go. (laughs) uh, A production of Swan Lake. Oh, man. I was like, dad, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. And my dad was like, oh, no, mijo, you can't do that. Ballet is for faggots. Oh, man. It was forbidden my whole life to dance and we all had to play sports. Um, So we played T-ball in Stickney um little league and uh but my dad always had season tickets to the cubs and the bulls and the bears i never went to a bears game but i watched it on on them so this actually uh crazily enough did inform my art that i created because since dancing was taboo um the one thing that i could always do was act and so i started acting at five years old Um, at Oak Park, at Oak Park Village Players, I was either ignorance or want. I don't remember. It was a Christmas <laughs> Carol, um, and that was my that was my start. That was my first gig. Uh, I worked for Candy, um, and and that that started it all. But i had always been acting or dancing. Some things that were acceptable, like salsa, merengue. Or- Performing in a show was always cool because my dad was a rock and roller and played guitar all over in Lincoln Park and where he grew up. So, um, so performing, if he could see himself in me that way, uh, it was okay to perform as long as it wasn't ballet, really, basically is what it was. (laughs) Um, So, so I was, yeah. So I got a, a later start at dancing. I did Mexican folklorico uh because my high school was very mexican morton east and cicero um and then i did more i danced plena and bomba puerto rican folk dance in college as well as other latin american folk dances um and got really into that and then um and i was always studying uh i started dancing professionally at 17 and this is where the chicago and cicero divide gets dicey Because I was I was living in Cicero, I was going to school there, um, though I had went to Benito Juarez at one time in in uh, Pilsen on Ashland. I was now living in Cicero, and there was a dance company uh, back then called Joseph Holmes that had a chance to dance scholarship. And this is an African-American aesthetic. It's like, uh, it was like the Ailey of the Midwest is basically what it was. And they had a chance to dance program where any city kid could audition and get a scholarship potentially to go and study at the school. And I, my parents were separated. I was uh, 15 years old and I begged my mom, please, can I go and dance? now now that you're separated from dad yeah and uh and so she was like sure go And so this woman, uh, the receptionist at the at the school, she was like, "Yes, yeah, Harry, no, it's only for Chicago students. You live in Cicero, you don't count." And I was like, "Oh, that's ugly." So I kept calling her back, um, and I called her back every day for two weeks. Yes, he finally broke, and she was like, "Fine, whatever, just come," but nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, ha 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 ha, and I felt like I won, and I went. And I'd never taken a formal, like, classical dance training class before. I always right. wanted to, but I didn't know what a plie was. I didn't know any terminology. And we had to go through a ballet class. And I just, like, looked and stole and tried to copy everything I saw. I barely got through it. We won't look at that too much. And then we went into the modern section. And that was a little more user-friendly. Uh, and then I remember when Kevin Iaga Jeff, who was the new artistic director, he... He made us do a movement across the floor, um, and this is when Joseph Holmes was on, uh, was in the Fine Arts Building, I think, Uh, uh, 410 South Michigan, because I also studied opera on the sixth floor and danced on the ninth floor with Joseph Holmes. Well, you sing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, Iega, he gave us a combination to go across the floor and it was a jump that was leaping to the side and to the side and our arms stretch out across our bodies. And, uh, and he said, when you do this, I want you to imagine you're being a star and you're just shining. And I was like... I totally know what the fuck that is. I right. can totally be a star. And so I jumped and I shined and I was like, yes, I'm a star. And then I got a full scholarship to the school. Um, and then after six months of studying there, I got promoted to the second company. I was dancing professionally at 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, you know what I love about that story. Mm. I love the persistence, and you—you're—you're very—I mean, straight up, that did you call it every day? And you're very much a self-made dancer, right? Yes, a I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's shit. Amazing.
1: Yeah, but I did, you know. And then it was like, okay, great, you got in, you know. And this is what I think about a lot with actors too, is like you—you you work so hard to get the job. You work so hard to get into this thing whatever the thing is and how long you end up staying there is determined on how hard you work i used to think that it really was about how talented you were but talent really isn't as important as not being an asshole and and having um a really good work ethic no doubt Um, no doubt because talent is talent is nice but it's a varying degree and some people are stupid talented I am not one of those people. I'm super persistent. I'm super, you know, I'm, I'm Larry Bird said, the harder I work, the luckier I become. No doubt. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel that I really do feel that way. And I feel like Chicago sports and having just watched the documentary, The Last Dance and being a young brown person in the 90s and seeing a black man win like Michael Jordan did totally changed my life totally like put the seed in my head that i could succeed yeah that i could yes. be somebody that i could be like mike
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so how long did you train before you were all of a sudden a professional the second you joined the second uh, unit uh True. Yeah, so it was, it was
1: training for, cause we, I mean, and it was intense and that was part of, uh, what I also want to say about these, these arts organizations that serve black and Brown communities like Joseph, well, Joseph Holmes turned into deeply rooted and that's what exists today. And we've, we've been around for 25 years now. Okay. Um, and that's, that's really beautiful. And there are other places like Congo square and impact and urban theater, you know, who've been dedicated to work in these communities and working with the communities that they're in. And, and like Carla Stilwell, a good friend of mine who mm-hmm. yeah. runs the Carla Stilwell Institute, she has a very strong feeling that art is for healing. And I feel like I am an example of that, of how we in our communities take care of each other, take care of the children in our communities. You know, they're all our children. And I, and I, that's how I was treated and that's how I was tended to and watered and loved and given sunshine. And I was nice. a star.
0: What makes chicago such a great theater town um in your view uh, well i i
1: think um a, a lot has to do with uh economics and how prolific this city is with all of the different kinds of theater that is right. done here um you uh, you can you can put up a show for 200 bucks you know <laughs> yeah. in chicago right. that can be that can be done True. Yeah. and and it's in when you're given those kinds of variables, where you've got limited time, limited space, limited money, uh, limited resources, you have to get creative. No and no and so it, it pushes you as an artist to uh, be imaginative and creative, which I think in a lot of uh, successful theater that we see, it, it's lost some imagination and some creativity because they've got something that works. Like the most commercially viable theater there is musical theater. I enjoy musical theater. I'm not knocking it, but it is the most commercially successful theater there is out there because it's a product that we know we've got a, you've got a social contract with the audience of you're going to come in and get this. And when you leave, you'll be humming these tunes. Although <laughs> right. I feel like modern musicals are a little less like that. I, uh, I, I tend to like more oldie timey musicals myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the Rodgers and the Hammersteins. And I like, uh, I like Bye Bye Birdie. And I like, um, I like more jazz, which is another part of my connection to the city and art. Right, because um, I I sang. I did study opera, and I I studied it in high school with uh, Richard Berthold, who's passed since now for some time, um, and he was a Wagnerian tenor, and so he taught me actually sweeter things than what he sang. I sang Schubert and Schumann, which was like. Not as crazy as Wagner. Wagner is crazy, right? Um, but but uh, Schumann is a little more tender. Now, um, what's that?
0: Now you know you, I, you keep s- s- talking about this. I have to. If you want, here's something. <laughs> just, please bless us with something. Anything
1: okay i'll stew on it and then uh towards the <laughs> end of the interview i'll give you a little yeah pop-up, yeah, pop-up. yeah yeah good yeah, stuff yeah. good stuff right. let me sip my tea <laughs> water here. Yeah. um so so the jazz in this city um i i studied opera then i went to college and i, I studied actually jazz um i studied romantic music first right. romantic and classical and then i i fell in love with jazz when my grandmother passed away and she was at um, Casa Central, which is a, a, a senior living facility for independent seniors who have their own little apartments. You know, it was really cute. Right. Um, and uh, my, I remember after she passed, my cousin handed me a tape of Billie Holiday and a bunch of people on it. Um, and I'd only listened to Billie Holiday in high school because my girlfriend, Margie Ruiz, she gave me a tape of Billie Holiday. Um, so I knew Billie but he had Sarah Vaughn on this tape that he made me, my cousin yeah. Joey. Yeah. Sarah Vaughn, oh my God. She cracked something open in me because at one point, depending on where you were sitting on the sides of your existence, uh, she was either greeting the gates of heaven or <laughs> you down the depths of hell. Right. <laughs> and she could do that with her voice and with her her music, her musicianship, and her rhythmic gymnastics. She was insane. So I just I fell in love with her as a musician, and then her instrument. And my voice was very similar to Billy Eckstein's voice. Right. Um. And so I, her and Billy were like, like siblings basically, and uh, and so I, Sarah Vaughn was my life for several years. Nice, nice. And I consumed everything I could. Just like a, I did when I was a kid in, I was in Cicero in the basement and I had my own little private area where I'd take my little boom box and all the songs I recorded on B96 and GCI. <laughs> I, Cause I would tape my favorite songs. Cause I didn't, you know, you did not buy an album. You right, know, you right. tape it off the radio. So with the commercials and everything, I would put my lips up to the speaker and I would inhale the spirit of Whitney Houston. Nice. I I would inhale the spirit of Taylor Dane i would sing i would lip sync every single utterance and breath that they did so that my lips were right there taking in their air and at one point our souls became one
0: Yeah.